Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and this is the Fantasy Golf Pod. It is a different version of the Fantasy Golf Pod. Typically, we're talking names and reasons, or we're going live to do a first look or an ownership projection. But for this major, <clears throat> I've decided. Well, in part because my family's out of town and I have the opportunity and the time and the energy to try this out, I'm going to go through every single name in the open. I'm going to give my opinion. I've done this before privately myself on a spreadsheet, dove, dive, dug into every name, and then kind of come up with, you know, at least a reason to put them in or take them out of my player pool. Uh, so I thought I'd just do this live with you. I don't know if this is going to be helpful. Um, we're going to start with the tippity tip top. I'm going to share my screen actually. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, it's going to be a little fluid thing here. We're going to open up DraftKings. Let's go back to this and let's put me small. How about me over here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you're not already into my contest, I have a $20 contest that's against 200 people. Each person gets one entry. And if it fills, someone will win 1,800. Probably won't fill. But if it doesn't fill, it'll still run. So get on in there. Try to uh, beat all of us on Twitter. I'm Eddie Dinerilchi on Twitter. I am now talking every single name. Why? Because I'm trying to decide. I'm going to use Moose's website, Fantasy National, to start clicking in and out. Let's refresh that. Because we can take and we can star the names that we want to star. Okay, so I already got some stars, but I did this just so I could look to see if there's ownership. Uh, we're definitely playing Tiger, so I can keep that star on Tiger. Um, and then we can, we're going to make 150, I'm going to make 250 lineups. I don't know how many I'm going to make. I'm going to make a million lineups and figure out if I want to use Rory at the tippity tip top. Are you going to use Rory McIlroy at $11,100? He is what is the betting favorite at 10 to 1 odds. Uh, Rory McIlroy has won 21 times on the PGA Tour, and it's 14 times on the Euro Tour, but hasn't won a major since 2014. It was the Open Championship the last time he won a major. Hmm. In fact, Rory had to miss the 2015 Open as the defending champion due to a soccer injury, so maybe he is motivated to get himself back in the major talk. Uh <sighs> But am I going to use him? Am I going to go to the TPG? I typically don't use the TPG. I did just run a model. Okay. I use my guy. His name is PGA Tout on Twitter. John Hasselbauer. He's got uh, an article for the lines. I believe every week he puts out his um, important stats. I do use my own little grain of salt when I take them from that article and I put them into fantasy nationals, mixed condition model here. And then I weight them the way that I want. I kind of, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's whatever it's a model, but for the most part, he said he'd like strong par four scoring guy, a guy off the tee that plays well, guy with a uh, approach game. Of course, driving distance is important around the green on low or average rough. You want to be able to putt, putt from 25 feet, three-putt avoid, make a birdie or better, play windy. So those are kind of the things that I used. Um, and it spit out. The top of the model was Justin Thomas. Now, where's Rory? Rory was 13th in the model. Hmm. 
I actually also used the last two years data. Why did I use that? Uh, I wanted a long sample size because I believe the home of golf will, it'll, the cream will rise to the top. So is Rory going to be the cream? I guess he could be the cream. He's 13th in the model. Where did he come in number one? He came in number one and birdiers are better. He came in number one with driving distance. So that helps, but he's bad at three putt avoiding and he's bad at putting from 20, from 25 feet. Okay. Interesting. So mixed condition model, spit him out 11 or no 13th, excuse me. So do you use him at, as the TPG? Well, he just won at the Canadian open. We're not going to talk in depth about everybody. It's not, I'm not trying to do this for two hours. So, uh, but Rory <clears throat> hard to say, I'm actually going to fade Rory. I usually, yeah. Hmm. How many names am I going to use? Well, if I'm making 250 lineups, I'm going to use multiple different player pools. I'm going to take different parts of the weather draw there and parts of the tea times. And I'm going to make literally lineups off of just the names that are in that clump of time, because we know how the open is. So I might actually use everybody almost in 250 lineups, but if you're getting serious now, though, serious is the, uh, 20 max, $3 or whatever. Like if you're going to go 20 max, the short game, I'm going to do the narratives. The narratives, I don't necessarily care who's in the narratives or I don't really try to dictate the player pool for the narratives. But I will use Rory in a specific uh, tea time draw. Where did he, Where is his tea time? Okay, so that's important. So uh, the reason why I just pulled up golf channels is because then I can search and find Rory quickly and he's at 458 with colin and xander that's technically early morning interesting so he's around the jt the victor hovlands so like i you know this little pocket maybe you just make lineups with this set you know within an hour of each other maybe this is like a player pool and so then therefore maybe for one lineup i'll use rory kokrak hughes luke list uh, you know, JT or something like that. I don't know how it'll work. Or, you know, Kisner and Kirk. I love the Kisner and Kirk in the $6,000 range. So if you're going to use like this set of names, maybe you just make sure you use Kisner and Kirk. So am I going to use Rory? Probably. But am I going to use Scotty Scheffler? Is Scotty Scheffler falling off? Sometimes you just got to start making decisions and you got to start clicking. You got to start unclicking people. I guess APPR was quick. Um, <clears throat> This is harder than I thought. I guess uh, I needed a partner in crime to tell me what to do. If you're in the chat, you want to join me, just uh, hit me up. But Rory, no. Um, on my, let's just say I'm making 20, because we're going to use, let's do short game. Let's do 20 lineups in the short game. And that's the example we're going to use. And we're going to use Rory for that. No, we're not going to use Rory for that. We're going to make 20 lineups right now on Moose's website. Scotty Scheffler. No, I'm not going to use Scotty Scheffler either. John Rahm, probably not. Why wouldn't I use Scotty Shuffer? He's been playing really well. Well, he's kind of fallen off a little bit lately. He missed the cut at the Scottish Open. He was 13th at the Travelers. Has he fallen off? <laughs> I don't think he has. <laughs> Look at these T-degree numbers. My God. And he's putting poorly? You know, when he won uh, the Phoenix Open, he putted well. And he won the Arnold Palmer, he putted well. And I assume at the Masters, he putted well. And those are all wins. Winning the match play, I'm sure he putted well at the match play when he won. He did play well at the Open last year. I think he was top 10. Where is it? 
This is riveting. Anyway, uh, am I bad at uh, content? Maybe it doesn't show up. Hmm. What the fuck? Can't really rely on certain websites, but that's okay. We're going to go to fansharesports.com. We're going to look at Scotty Shuffler on here. And we're going to also consider ownership because ownership's important. Right now, uh, it's early. It's very early. It's Tuesday morning, I guess. And this is Fanshare Sports website. You have different ways of looking at stuff and showing you things. Uh, and then who wrote what articles on Scotty Shuffler? So that's kind of fun to look at, but we can go back to this i think i saw scotty scheffler is right now projected at like 13 percent owned that's not that bad that's not reason to get off of him i mean oh my gosh okay so then this is off we're gonna i, I almost don't even want to speculate on this it says right now that kalamorikawa is going to be 3.7 percent owned not sure that's going to end up being the case doubtful there i'm guessing that all of these names are going to be around hovering around 15 percent so it makes sense right now that Rory is getting a little steam. How Fanshare calculates is they go around the internet, they grab information from what's being written, spoken, potted about, and then they uh, assign a rating to that. And I don't know, it works some math problem. Linus or whatever his name is can help us figure out what their sh- their ownership could be potentially based on sentiment in the industry. But no, I don't know. Scheffler at eleven thousand bucks. My my gut feeling is you gotta make stands up here, and so I'm probably not gonna use Scheffler. I might not even use Rom either. Rom's not the same guy that he was. I don't think. Rom and Scheffler both look at the second and third in the model that I ran. But Rom right now, currently coming off of a T55 at the Genesis, he was he hadn't seen him since the U.S. Open. He only plays well at hard courses, I guess. Well, it's like Mexico Open. He won. Hmm. I'm sure Rama truly wants the Open Championship. He wants to win this at St. Andrews, and I'm guessing that he won't have his attitude problems. But can you risk that at eleven thousand? No, ten eight. I'm not sure. I'm not going to do that. I don't think. If I'm going to do names, they're probably in the ten k and above range. They're probably the final three names. It's JT Morikawa and Spieth. Not only do you get a little bit of a savings there, JT is the PGA Champion champion. We know that. He's also missed the cut of this Genesis Open, but I don't know if that even matters necessarily because two days or less than 24 hours later, he's hanging with Tiger at St. Andrews. So did he do that on purpose? Did he miss this cut to get out of there? Tried to get, you know, didn't have didn't have to play the weekend. Maybe wanted to get out of there. What about the U.S. Open where he's T37? Are we concerned about that? He did follow up his win at the PGA. We played the next week for whatever reason. He missed the cut. But uh, overall, consistency is crazy for Justin Thomas. He does not have the best record at Open Championships. Let's check in with Fantasy National, and let's see if we can sort by the Open. Maybe there's a problem with the old Fantasy National. Okay, so he's 11th in 2019. Are we missing data here? Well, if we're missing data, we can use my friend Mike Miller, who has smart golf bets. SmartGolfBets.com. Let's go back to this. Justin Thomas. I guess that's the only, yeah, that's all he's got. He didn't, well, they didn't have a 2020 open. JT 
you know, okay, so then basically this is right. Okay, so you got Justin Thomas, open championship record. His best performance was last 2019. Hmm. So then did he not play last year? 2021? What's going on here? This is uh, live on the fly here, uh, Justin Thomas. Let's see Wikipedia because this is kind of the way that you also can look at it because Wikipedia organizes this pretty well for us. You go down and run down here, and you see these little dots, these orange things. Oh, yeah, see, so it's T40 and T20. Yeah, so it's T40 that that's not showing up. So open record for Justin Thomas since 2016, 53rd, missed cut, missed cut, 11th, 40th. Come on, that's not amazing. There's no Jordan, or that's, yeah, there's no Jordan Spieth. Uh, Morikawa showed up for his first open championship, and he got a win. So is it, does it really matter? Mm, maybe. And then it's the home of golf. So does that help players that are good at golf play better golf? Maybe. I think that, how do you play when it's important? How do players play when it's important? Like we knew that going into the U.S. Open, our guy Kyle Morikawa missed the cut at the Memorial and couldn't hit a fade or a draw or whatever it was. Did that matter or was he just Colin Morikawa and he's good at golf? And the moment that it needs to be good at golf and it's the U.S. Open, he contended, he was in the lead, and he was T5. Can we see the same with any of these guys? They can just show up and be better at golf. They haven't been good at Lynx golf before. They haven't played Lynx golf before, but what does it matter? I don't know. Who has played good at Lynx golf? That is Jordan Spieth, and I would be clicking a shitload of Jordan Spieth at 10000 bucks. May go all in on Spieth. I think – for this scenario, and if you're making 20 lineups, you want to get very, uh, you know, condensed with your player pool. I would say I did for maybe over 18 months, almost two years, 21 players in my 20 lineups for 20 bucks. So I did this thing on Twitter, 21, 21, 21, because I played 21 because I had a league that was a dollar. And 21 names is about the right amount, actually. If you get to 28 or so, you're kind of raking yourself. You can never put the right combinations together. You're never winning or losing. You're kind of just meddling along, min-cashing and stuff. If you do way less than 21, if you do like 16 or something like that, you basically stub your toe and half your teams are gone. So I don't really like going less than 20 for my 20 lineups. I think that's fair. Once you get around 21, you're getting condensed. Now, this is what you do is you don't go over 50%. So if you're playing 20 lineups and you have 20 players, you do 10 lineups the most for your most guy. And you maybe do that for three or four of the 20 names. I did a whole podcast about this. The, uh, you know, eight or nine shares, eight or nine lineups for, for one or two guys, that's probably enough. And then you go six, seven or so for a couple more guys. And then you kind of want to spray especially maybe uh, as you go down and you get a, you know into the lower 7K range, you kind of get more names down there and use them less. Is this obvious shit? Maybe I didn't need to waste my time on that. So for this example, for my 21 lineups that were, or 20 lineups that we're making in the short game, I'm going to use Jordan Spieth. I'll probably click Morikawa in if our friends at Fanshare are saying he's going to be the least owned in the 10K and above range. That'd be amazing. So I'll use Colin Morikawa for this example right now. So right off the top, I'm only using $10,000 uh, $10, Jordan Spieth, $10,300 Colin Morikawa, and we're skipping the other names in the 10K range. And we can go to the 9K range, where for this example and my player pool, I may use almost all the names in the 9K range. 
starts with Xander Shoffley. How owned will Xander be? Will Xander be the chalk of the week? Of course he will be the chalk of the week. Actually, just for the hell of it, let's see if he is so far the most owned. Actually, Max Homa, according to FanShare Sports, is catching the most love so far at 7,900. That makes sense. Rory, Tommy, Cam Smith, and then Xander. So Xander isn't necessarily the chalk of the week right this, this second. Maybe people think that I can't click Xander because he's 9-9 and going to be so popular. And can he continue the hot run of form he is on? Xander Shoffley has currently won the Scottish Open and the Travelers and this other thing, this program in between. He's he can't. Is he ever going to lose? Uh, I don't know. What about Xander at the Open? Um, Mike Miller sure shows me who he had a second one time in 2018. Hmm. I like that about Xander. And we do also like the fact that Xander Shoffley is the best golfer that has not won a major. This is now clear and established. He's like the fifth ranked player in the world. Where's our OWGR? Fifth in the world. That well, I guess technically Patrick Cantley is fourth in the world, and he does not have a major either. Cam Smith, sixth in the world. He does not have a major either. Interesting. So we got some motivations in the 9K range. And what are we doing here? All right. We're in uh, Scotland. He's got two European tour wins. What did he win on the Euro tour? I forgot. He won. I guess the justice counts as the Euro tour. And then the HSBC champions at WGC that he won. So Xander's got two Euro wins, quote unquote. Uh, other wins. Oh, yeah, the Olympics. That was fun. This guy's good. How's he good? Oh, his best finish at the Open was that T2 in 2018. What do we know about 2018? Let's go back to it. it's Mike Miller. Where did he come in? He's kind of maybe not as popular in 2018. Interesting. On this sheet. Oh, wow. Mike Miller had him all the way down at uh, 44th. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so Xander. Gosh, what's the argument against Xander? That everyone's on him? You know, you know, the candle only can go so long before the wax burns out. That's always been a thing for us. We've seen it. We're like, all of a sudden, they just aren't the same. He shows up here and you expect it. You expect greatness. Uh I think more likely than not, Xander shows up and he pays off his $9,900. If he was 10-9, I mean, that's a different story. That's third most price or something. Like if he was where if the pricing came out after the Scottish, he may be in the 10 or 9 or almost up to the $11,000 price. But at 9-9, he can easily be your second guy in. So you could start Xander Spieth, have $7,500. you are not sacrificing anything. And you're really true. You're picking up some really good win equity up there. Um, I don't know. And I don't know, it surprises me that he wouldn't be 30% on this week. So if we're getting people overthinking it, getting cute, not doing Xander, where he's only 20% on, try it. I think we're going to add him to the player pool. So let's keep him in this thing. So right now, so far, we have three or four because we're using Tiger uh, players. Are we going to use Fitzpatrick? He's the same kind of thing. Is his, bur- is his wax going to burn out? He's been playing amazing. Fitzpatrick has a win at the uh, U.S. Open and then f- finished T6. We're entering a place that uh, on the Euro Tour. I mean, if you want to Google or Wikipedia, Mr. Fitzpatrick, 
he's got a hell of a Euro record. He's kind of like Fleetwood in that he hadn't had any PGA Tour wins until he just won the uh, U.S. Open, but eight wins on the Euro Tour. So we're we're clocking in on somebody that's entering maybe his prime of his career. And Fitzpatrick is playing great golf. I don't think he's going to fall off. Just was a ten. I mean, he's he's been doing this long enough now that this is sustainable. Like February, he was doing this. So uh, I think he's just at ninety seven hundred dollars, way underpriced. Uh, I'm going to click him in. Will Zalatoris. This is an easy one to talk about. He's a major killer, but I don't think we're going to click him for the open. I think this is his one chance that. I mean, we got to see his him in the Euro. In like doing this Euro link style stuff first, to me, in my opinion, especially if we're gonna have to eat some chalk with him. I don't know his ownership ultimately, but I think we got to start skipping names. And one of the names that I'm gonna skip is a young Will, Will Zalatoris that may need to putt 80 feet across the green t- two or three times in a round. And you got a three putt avoid that. I don't know. What if he's angry and he goes down up a hill and bat it around and then he's got to go throw it up there and now he's six or seven feet away. Or even, I don't know, Will Zalatoris putting scares the shit out of me. So Cameron Smith at $9,500, his putting doesn't scare me at all. Love it. Mm-hmm. What do I have on here? Windy as fuck? That's weird. Okay, uh, so right now I'll take Cam Smith because just like Jordan has the creativity around the greens, I think somebody that has the ability to – Keep it in play off the tee. Doesn't necessarily have the best off the tee game. We all know this, but uh, hence this 101 ranking right here. But can seriously putt, can seriously do short game stuff with the sixth right there and 11th there. Score some DK points because we know he goes on some runs. All of a sudden, he just gets hot fire. And he can birdie or eagle these par fives, the two of them that they got out there, I think. Or he could drive par four. He's kind of a risky guy at $9,500. Player's champion. I'm going to be into that. I'm going to be into Patrick Cantley as well at $9,400. DraftKings, they have to price these guys at a, at a price for a reason. There's no 9800 Come on. So they should have just sequenced this at because these players are too low, like Cam Smith and Patrick Cantley. That's too low of a price for those two names. I think the same goes for Lowry, DJ, and Hideki. Why, you know, I guess it's hard to it's hard to argue where these prices should be. I, I okay, if we're repricing right now, Xander is clearly like 10 9 or 10 7 or something, right around ROM. You got Fitzpatrick, he should easily be right around JT, 10-4, I think. Cam Smith and Cantley, they should be around 10. Spieth, two is like 10-1 or 10-2, so he's a couple hundred bucks short. So we got we got their soft pricing because it's the major, but you got to do it, don't you? You've got to take advantage of this. And for this uh, exercise, we're making 20 lineups in the short game. Do you just click all these 9K names? I mean, can't really go wrong, maybe. But we're only trying to click 20 names total, and we're up to seven, including Tiger. But all right, so then I'm now I'm going to have to make a tough decision. Are we going to go? I'm not really sure. I want to click Lowry. But he's playing so well, too. So how do you do? How do you not do that? Lowry is a winner of the Open Championship. I guess because you could argue that uh, he's lost it a little bit. He was T3, the Masters, and the Heritage. He had a great Honda Classic. He was second there. Should have maybe won. Um, but 
yeah, I'm going to I'm going to convince myself that Shane Lowry is not going to be good or he's not going to pay off as much as the other 9K names. So for me, I'm going to skip Lowry. I'm going to head down to DJ. What are we going to see from DJ this week? The old course. What's his ownership? Let's look in Fanshare. Again, uh, my people at FanshareSports.com, they'll run the ownership projection update like multiple times before lock. So you kind of have to check back in. Right now we're looking at DJ at 6.4%. Give me that. So click me some DJ who's playing great on live. We know he shows up and doesn't give a shit. Like he ha- kind of has the creativity. He kind of has that uh, link style ability. What is DJ's links record? I mean, he's good at golf. So, I mean, he's been good at golf for years. And he had a chance to win this, didn't he? Mayo was telling me. He has a second in 2011 at the Open. Where else has he been around the Open? Okay, it was T8 last time we had the Open Championship. It was T51, T27, T13, missed cut. But before that, in 2015, at this course, T7. 2010, at this course, T... Oh, no, no, shit. I was looking at the wrong thing. In 2015, he was T49. How did he do that? Did he? Oh, yeah, he must have blown up. I don't know. He's had a top 10 and runner up top 10 in there. He's okay. He's decent. He's playing on live. He's playing better golf on live. What's DJ's odds to win? So DJ's odds compared to the names around him, I guess. Okay. He's at 35 to one. Yeah. We're going to go DJ. Uh, especially if he's 6% off. Hideki. I'm surprised $9,100 that Hideki's not getting some love here, but I don't really trust Hideki. Let's look at Hideki. So you can use Fantasy National in this way to track their putting over a certain uh, amount of time or something. So you can go strokes gained putting. Oh. I thought for sure that he had been putting better lately, but I guess not. I don't understand. Maybe that's not how you do it. Where has he been? He had a put. Oh, he putted well at the Sony Open, which allowed him to win that tournament. And then at the Zozo, he won. That was 20. That was October. Okay. He won the Masters. What else did he do? Why is why is this miss, missing the open from 2021? It's very frustrating. So then what are we gonna go back to? Uh okay, okay, how about this? 2021, the open leaderboard. Where are we just using our time? Here's the leaderboard. I mean, you're going to find some randomness on this leaderboard. You're going to find the people that got screwed because they were in the wrong weather wave. You got people that played really well early morning Sunday and that their score looks good or their you know finish is better than they would have played if they played later in the day. Looks like a decky. Did he miss the cut? Maybe he didn't even play. I have no idea. Maybe he got COVID. I can't remember that much. Uh, you know, got three kids and a dog and wife and life and a lot going on. This isn't my real job. I'm just doing this for fun on uh, the internet. Uh, and we're talking about Hideki, and I'm not going to use him. I'm making arguments to use or not use certain people. Where we, uh, look, look at this mixed condition model. Hideki's finished 12th in that. Oh, boy. So maybe I do want Hideki because according to this mixed condition model, the only thing he's bad at is putting. So. Or maybe driving distance. Why did uh, Hasselbauer want driving distance for the 
open, I guess. Maybe you can equate that to swing speed and then you're getting into different ranges, but I don't know. I think you just ultimately have to get lucky, get creative, use your brain. That's why I'm loving Tiger this week, but I'm not loving Hideki. So we're skipping Hideki. We're skipping Hovland. I don't really need to talk much about Hovland other than he could be a great leverage play at 7%. $9,000 for Victor Hovland. He's not the same Victor Hovland. Something has gone wrong. In And then, I don't know, is he good at Lynx golf? She should be good at Lynx golf. Didn't he play well last year here? Yeah, he finished 12th. Hmm. Interesting. See, I don't know if I can trust last year either because last year was like sunny birdie fest, wasn't it kind of? 15 under for Morikawa. It was kind of a birdie fest. Everybody was four under par in the last round. I don't know. But you got to make arguments. We got to make in cases. And we're going to make a case against Hideki and Havlin. Okay, so let's go to the AK range. You got Sam Burns here. And I am loving Sam Burns for his ability to putt. Sam Burns is showing up, what is he, 10th on my model. Hmm. Aided by the fourth in strokes gained putting over the last two years. He's one of the best in the entire field. You got uh, Mackenzie Hughes, Kevin Kisner, uh, Christian Bezadenhut. I don't know why these are checked. Oh, it must have not populated over. Uh, and then Poulter, weird, Harris English. Okay, so mixed condition model will show my guy. His name is Sam Burns. And I love him. If he can three-putt avoid his way around here at $8,900, that price is too low for how good Sam Bermuda Burns has been. Look at Sammy Burns this season. Sam Burns has three wins. Granted, he's kind of sputtered, I suppose. At the Travelers, he missed the cut. And at the Genesis, he was bad. I think it was the 74 in round four. I think he wanted to get out of there. He's done. He's tired. But he won the Charles Schwab just in May. And then he won the Valspar in March. And then he won the Sanderson's Farm last September. So Samuel Burns, uh, cute, young, good golfer. Last year he finished like dead, dead effing last, but that's okay. He's got a little experience around there and then played the Scottish, so that's fine. Made the cut. Um, you could you could make an argument for Sam. Uh, what's his ownership going to be? 10%. Brilliant. Love it. So I'm doing Sammy Burns. I'm going to skip Louie because $8,800 for Louie, it seems okay. Um, based on who he is and his form, he won this 2015. We all know that. But look at this finishes. Granted, they don't have the live on here, and I suppose he's playing well on the live. Can we go to the OWGR and find the Louie? Oosthuizen. Louie Oosthuizen. Okay, does it even have live? No, it wouldn't have live. What am I doing? But he did finish eighth at the BMW International Open. With Hao Tung. Oh, when Hao Tung won? Do you guys know that happened? Where are we? Um, but the reason why is because 8800 I feel, is an overprice for uh, Louis. Just because he hasn't been saying Louis. And I don't, I think he's a little distracted. I don't know. Maybe he comes with nostalgia coming here. But got to make cases. Got to move past people, and I'm moving past Louie. We're right up to nine names. Got Hatton at $8,700. That also seems like an overprice. For These two are getting the price they have, potentially even Fleetwood and Brooks, because of their links history, I think. Because of the way that they have played, Fleetwood's played a little bit better than the Brooks or the Hattons. And I suppose Hatton, when did he just play well? Did he just have a good finish at the Scottish, I suppose? And he made the cut at the U.S. Open. But 
what we know about Tyrrell Hatton is he's also someone that doesn't have the greatest uh, open or even major record. I guess he did finish sixth, but in fifth ones, other, but he's in miscut, 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 2051st cut. I mean, like, so out of all the times he's been to the open, I mean, nine times he's been here, he's missed the cut a few times. I don't know. I'm not into that. I'm kind of, it's kind of scary. So, Tyrrell Hatton, you got to make decisions, make a decision not to click that. Tommy. Are you going to click Tommy? Tommy is now what is projected as the most owned name right now. What the hell is going on? Or was it Rory and then Tommy? No, it was Max, Rory, and then Tommy. But that seems strange. And if you're going to fade anybody, you fade somebody because of their popularity. And Tommy, uh, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, I see. It was the Scottish Open T4 that he just had. I could see it. And is his T10 in the Euro Open? Guess what? I can give you the pass. The Tommy plays well at the Open Championship in Europe on the Euro Tour. I don't think he's ever won on PGA Tour. So then, God. but if he's going to be the third most owned, I'd rather just click the Kepka at 85. So we're just going to do that. So I think I'm skipping Tommy. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm not even going to pepper the AK range all so far. I'm doing one of five or one of four, I guess. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to click Brooks especially because I think he's going to come in as like one of the lowest owned in the AK range, if not the lowest owned, what do they got him so far at? I guess I guess sort by price. We're really early here on a Tuesday and we're going to definitely use weather and um, wave stacking in our player pool. And when we create lineups, we have to do that. That's the only way that you could play the open championship. Brooks Kepka as 8.8%. So a little bit higher than I thought, or potentially, what he'll end up being, maybe he'll be a little less than that. It's hard to say. Seems right, though. About 9% for Brooks and a major, though. For uh, 85s, you can get him at, you know, basically the price of a roster spot. I kind of have to do that. And Tony Finau is back, I believe, to being the same old Tony. Because he got the win. When did he get that win? At the Northern Trust back in August. So it's been almost a year since that win. And since then, how many top five Tonys has he had? One, two, three. Only three top five Tonys in a year since his win, and they came since May. So they're coming back. He's got 13th at the Travelers. That was the last time we saw him where he was losing strokes putting. What do we know about Tony according to this mixed condition model? Look at this, guys. Tony Finau, strokes gained total, uh, whatever that is. That's crap. I already forgot what I put there. Oh, wait, it's up here. Just kidding. Oh, Windy AF. Windy AF, the last two years, strokes gain total, Tony Finau, number one. Interesting. He's also great at strokes gain putting from 25 feet. I guess he's 11th. Three-putt avoidance, he's ninth in the last two years. So somehow bad putting Tony is good at putting on, I don't know, somehow. Uh, So we're going to click Tony. He's going to be in the player pool. He's already got some top fives in the last month and a half. So we're we're into it. Okay, now, Sungjae burnt us badly as the house bet last week. Where did we try Sungjae? It was the Travelers? Or no, Travelers. The Genesis? 
God, what was I thinking? That was galaxy branding it. I was just hoping that he'd be the same guy that he was for the Masters, the Heritage, the, whereas just his approach, his TD Green is just on fire. And then all of a sudden he's at the Scottish Open and he's catching hot fire with his putter. Who knows? It's possible. But I should have maybe seen the writing on the wall with Sungjae at the U.S. Open. He missed the cut there. So uh, is he creative? Yeah. Can he control his golf ball? Sure. So is he a good player at the Open? Probably, right? He missed a cut in 2019. What do we know about last year? Did he play last year? Sungjae Im, the baby boy, and we know if he wins a major, he could potentially be be able to skip military service for South Korea. Where was his finish? The Open. Must not have played. It didn't play. Gosh, I'm confused. So, oh, oh, he was preparing for the Olympics. Duh, I forgot about that. He literally skipped. Sungjae skipped the Open Championship to prepare for the Olympic Games. And now he's $8,300. So, and he's not playing great. He's not playing as the same as he was. Is he? Oh, man. We love Sungjae. I got his autograph right behind me in the corner there. Yeah. And then he has like an okay major record where like he did eighth, the Masters. He was missing the cut at the U.S. Open and... Oh, man. Am I fading Sungjae, the baby boy? Hmm. Sad. What is he on the... He's 18th on the model, too? Shoot. I don't know if I can... I can. I can. I don't know. If I see him up on the leaderboard and I didn't click him, I'm going to be pissed. So right now we got him in as the 11th name so far. Corey Connors at $8,200. We know that guy to be someone who typically can show up at majors because his game is good for majors. He's not the best putter. Great ball striker. A lot of those people play U.S. Open style as well, but he missed the cut there. God, who, what has Corey been up to, and why is he eighty three hundred? Hmm. That seems overpriced. Is Corey Connors going to be low owned then? Yeah, seven percent, but not as low owned as Bryson. Yikes! I don't like either of those names. That's just crazy. I'm not peppering the AK range on a major. I think I'm turning it over a new leaf. I talked to my friend Eric Darbo. We did a podcast on how to do. Uh, making lineups and we thought about how you almost in your lineup you should only use like one or maybe two max 8k names it's weird so we're gonna do nothing from Corey connors nothing from bryson and we're gonna click neiman i think could we okay should we talk about bryson real quick because i think that you know on the internet somewhere in twitter that people think you can bomb and gouge this course which maybe they can take it over if there's no wind right but we would think Bryson in that scenario. However, uh, according to Fantasy National, he's been quite red with his statistics lately, especially where it comes to T to green. The importance there is huge. Uh, can Bryson hit a wedge? I'm not sure. There's a, there's issues with Bryson's game, especially at an open. Now, also, another thing I've heard is that at St. Andrews, things that happen there correlate to things that happen at Augusta or vice versa. And we know how Bryson can't control himself at Augusta. So how's he going to control himself around the open or around uh, St. Andrews? So I'm not into Bryson. I'm not into Corey Connors. I'm going to be into Neiman. $8,000 for Neiman. That is a misprice as well. But the opposite way, everyone knows this. Everyone's clicking this. We love the finish at the Scottish Open. He was decent there. Kind of, kind of bounced back from his poor travelers. Did miss the cut. Of, or no, he played okay at the U.S. Open. But, but before, I'm okay. Again. 
he's too good to be $8,000. I think he's a rare talent. He's one of the transcendent talents of – how old is this kid? Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin. He's born in 1998, people. He's 23. God damn. He feels much older than that, actually. So if you're going to have anybody that's going to do things, what did he do the last time he played the Open? The Open, he was T-59. Hmm, okay, whatever. Uh, his friend Sergio will tell him where to hit the ball, won't he? Okay, so then let's just take the, uh, he won the Genesis, he's good at golf, and that he's 8000 bucks, and we'll click him, who cares? Okay, so he's in the player pool, Neiman. He better be used a lot. If you're only even making one lineup, you might want to consider the 8K name that you use is Neiman, and uh, I'm going to do it a lot. All right, 7K names. How long has this been? 38 minutes? Should we do this as fast as we can? I won't go through every single name, but or like click through like I did, or is that, do you want me to do that? Are people even in here watching this? Oh, people are. Hi. Commented. Tell me if this is what you want. Uh, okay, we're going down to the 7K range where we found Daniel Berger is not in the tournament. He is out. Don't click him. Click Max Homa, though, for sure. Max Homa is paired with Tiger. That's going to be so fun to watch because Max Homa is He's the person that if you have a five-year-old, who which I do, and uh, you tell him to be a Max Homa fan. You get you get him on Max Homa's bandwagon right now because it's going to be a great person to cheer for for the next 10 years. I mean, this kid's got the right attitude. He's actually improving every year, every tournament, it feels like, that Max Homa plays. He gets better and more legitimate that he should be in a conversation for ready, ready for this. For the Ryder Cup, because he is actually good. Max Homa, boys and girls, is a winner. He won the Wells Fargo just in May. Stop five at the Memorial. He's making cuts at the U.S. Open, making cuts almost every single time he plays, except for Farmers, I suppose, was the last cut he missed, and that was in January. Uh, he won the Fortinet in September. So you can give him a – he's won tournaments before this, but then he won the Fortinet, and you're like, okay, it's a shitty field, but he won. Great, back-to-back -back 65s on the weekend. What a shit. What a showing. Then he's just consistent, 15, 14, 10, 13, 7. You know, like we're just making uh, numbers. 13th the PGA Championship. Uh, last time that we saw him, 16th, and that was with a shitty round four. So he could even had a better finish at the Genesis a week ago than he had at $7,900. Come on, just you're playing with Tiger. Is that going to hurt him, help him? Who cares? I think it's going to help him, actually. I think it's going to keep his focus. I think he's going to be staying positive. He's going to even follow what Tiger does in certain situations where he says, oh, what Tiger did that or did this. God, can't hurt. I don't know. So I'm in a Max Home. I'm clicking a shitload of Max Home. I'll have to put him into the player pool. Uh, Bobby Mack. One person that has made the top 10 in the last two opens, I think, or one of the five people that have done that. He's a good open player. The concern I have is that in the May PGA Championship, he was like dead last, and then he missed the cut at the Genesis Scottish Open. The dude is Scottish, so that concerns me. Hmm. He does make cuts at majors, but he's 7,900 now, and he's actually going to be wanted. Where is he? Oh, no, he's not. It's only 3% on. I'll have to check in on his ownership. But right now I'm out on Bobby McIntyre. Let's click some of these things now. Where did he fall in my model, actually? Just so we can see. McIntyre. 103rd. So there you go. But, but okay, my model in Fantasy National, it may be skewed against international players because they don't have as much statistics to, to use over the last two years. 
which is why you see no euros showing up on the top 25. Uh, all right, next name, Cameron Young. Cameron Young has missed the last two cuts, and he was 60th at Memorial since since his third at the PGA Championship in May, mid-May. It's been a long time since then. It's been two months. We've we've he has fallen back down to earth, and he's not the same guy that he was when he showed a third at the RBC, followed it up with a second at Wells Fargo in the third at the PGA Championship. I mean, he does play well, and he's good at golf. He's second at the Genesis Inter, uh, Invitational in February. Second at the Sanders and Farms. Are we concerned about those miscuts? I don't know. He's too young. I think he needs more experience around Lynx golf. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about him to know what his Lynx golf experience is. I suppose we can look at Wikipedia and you can go Cameron Young. And his name is Cameron, which clearly will help him out being a Cameron. Um, I mean, before he it was on the tour, he's on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's doing things. I guess... Um, I don't really know if he's ever even played a Euro event. Some of these are all corn fairy things. This is his, he had played at the match play. I guess the Scottish Open was his first DP World Tour event. So Cameron Young, I mean, I don't know. You're looking for experience. I suppose Morikawa didn't need it, but is Cameron Young Morikawa? No. Adam Scott, Leishman, and Webb Simpson should all be clicks or consider those as clicks for your player pool because those names will show up at the old course at St. Andrews. Like, don't be an idiot. We're just going to use those names. I would say the same thing applies to $7,500 Paul Casey, but it doesn't apply to Paul Casey because Paul Casey's playing hurt or he hasn't even played, I guess. He's been burning us for months. It's been since his third at the players. Remember when he was going to win the players? Oh, my gosh. I kind of forgot about that. What happened? His neck? And now he's on live? So we don't know. I'm worried. Maybe Paul Casey knows that his injury is worse than it is, and so he's just signing over his life to live. But the $7,500 range is stacked with Billy Horschel and Tiger Woods, who I probably should use Billy Horschel. The problem with Billy Horschel is that he's not great at opens or he doesn't have the greatest open history. I don't even need to talk about tiger probably. Oh, and Billy Horschel's caddy is Fooch. Remember Fooch was on Rose's bag forever. So I think that could help him. Right. And Rose is a good open player. The best finish for Billy Horschel at the open championship is a 30th in 2015 here. Okay. So that's a good sign. I suppose it helps that his best finish at an open was at St. Andrews. But oof, I don't know. I love Billy Horschel, and he's not the same golfer that he has been. Maybe he's better now. He's been better mentally. He's more mature, even though he's missed the last two cuts in a row since winning that at the Memorial. You got to win at the Memorial, and then you miss two cuts in a row. You're $7,500, and you're not wanted. You're bad at the Open, but your best Open finish is at St. Andrews. All these things. So basically, like, it's a toss-up. And because I like Billy Horschel, and I'm a Billy Horschel fan, I will click Billy Horschel. I'm going to click Saint Seamus Power. It's 74. Oh, I guess I missed Answer. Answer may have the game to play around here. But Answer doesn't care about winning or golf. He just cares about his brands outside of golf or something like that because he signed a bunch of money for live and basically wrote a retirement letter at age. What is Answer's age? Abe Answer is 
31. Hmm. That's older than I thought he was. Interesting. Uh, again, also, when it comes down to making lineups this week, we got to decide who's in what weather wave and if that's going to be a good or bad thing. So if we're on the fence for with a guy like Abraham Answer at $7,600, then we decide, okay, is he in the right weather draw? Does he fit with the rest of the lineup that we're making? Maybe Answer, we're considering him or Webb or something. I don't know. Hold on. Let's see. Answer is like 9 o'clock, okay, and then Simpson – is six o'clock. I guess it's three or a little bit of a difference. So if we're looking for more morning stuff, so say we got to line up with a Cantley and Spieth, maybe we use Webb. But if we got a you know a Morikawa JT lineup, then we go and use answer in that one. I don't know. See, this is kind of game theory-ish. <sighs> this week's really tough because it's you can't just click, you have to like consider things. It's unfortunate, but it is nice because if you have all the time in the world, like apparently I do right now, I'm 47 minutes into this, then you can click whoever you want. And maybe Seamus Power is going to get more popular than I wanted him to be. At $7,400, there's already 11%. This is bullshit. We were thinking you would be sneaky, Josh Bennett and I. We talked, well, I guess Eric too. Less so Eric that he's more of a chalk donkey, but we wanted like a sneaky uh, seven. K play and uh, we all kind of thought it would be power and the way he's played so well it'd be a good click but I then heard Mayo touting Seamus Power and at $7,400 I think everybody's now on Seamus Power because he's at 12% off but 12% does that freaking matter in a GPP probably not I think I need to click that I'm up to 18 names fuck oh my god it's gonna be hard so I probably have to consider things differently Remember how I was on the fence with some names and we'd get off the fence on those names? <sighs> like Scott, can you, if you're going to make a decision between Leishman, Scott, and Webb, maybe you fade Scott because Scott has actually been worse than Leishman Webb lately. So if we're going to make a decision off of that. But then again, all Webb and Scott and Leishman care about are the opens or are the majors and at the St. Andrews this shit. And so then like, <laughs> they'll be great. And you can use these names, especially since I'm not going to the tippity tip top for the Rory's or the Scotties or the Roms of the world. So then maybe I can just stop my player pool around the $7,300 price range. All right, we'll keep going. Sergio, he's good or was good. Has he played well on the live? I'm not even sure. He's missed both the major cuts in a row. I guess he had a string of top 20, top 30s for a second there. But Sergio... God, I don't think I need Sergio at $7,400. If you're going to click $7,400, name you click Rose. Rose, I have seen on social media at St. Andrews, so I know he's at least there. He had a fourth. Remember he had around 460? Did he have a 60 or 61? So that was only a month ago. I think Rose feeling it. Could come in and be fine. What is Rose's ownership potentially right now today at 11 o'clock on a win Tuesday? 10 hmm. whereas Sergio is one there's a reason Sergio isn't one percent on maybe I'll put Rose in there my god I'm up to 19 so I only can click two left and I, this is gonna work so we're gonna have to unclick him and click unclick Brooks probably because he's probably hurt I gotta unclick Scott don't I all right, so we're back down to 
17. So I have four names left. I'm going 21 names, or I'm trying to go 20. Am I going to go JT Poston or Lee Westwood? No. You'd think Lee Westwood would show up very motivated as he is someone that does not have a major. He's probably played the most rounds in major history without a win. He's 14th at the Masters just a minute ago. I, I, you know, if he wasn't such a goober and doing the live thing with the stupid interviews, you could make a case that his back-to-back seconds at the API than the players last March. I get, you know, and his fourth in 2019 at the Open. He can show up out of nowhere. But he's such a goober. So Lee Westwood, are you going to click Lee Westwood? Fuck him. So therefore, what is his ownership? Less than 1%. So these live guys, you may have to just decide to do it because they're leverage plays, especially at a giant GPP Millie maker. Posting at $7,300, hilarious price. Like, I don't even, I, I guess because you just won. So he's playing better. Holy crap. So he had a second at the Travelers. I totally forgot about that. Carried by his putter, which he's good putter. So maybe he can putt around here. Hmm. Putter of Poston. Not sure, but putter Bezadenhut. Yes, $7,300. Where does he fall on my mixed condition model putting? Strokes gain putting for Mr. Bezadenhut. He's third. And Poston is ninth. Like I said, we know these things. You just look at your beer gut brain and you just click. But the stats will show those putters are good putters. Uh, but are we clicking the Zayden Hoot? Maybe. Yeah. Kind of running out of room because I APPR and I love Mito. Can we play Mito? Oh, my God. And then Gooch, too. Gooch is going to be nothing. Gooch is going to be 1% on. But Zayden Hoot, okay, he's kind of wanted... Same with Poston. Same with Mito, I guess. Same with Gooch. Okay. So no one wants Reed. So we definitely always play Patrick Reed, especially when an around the green game is important. Are you kidding me? Where's those around the green stats? So I did around the green, but according to uh, John Hasselbrauer, you want an around the green guy uh, for this week that is does it around short grass or something. So Fantasy National allows that. There's a setting over here for – Rough length or something? Rough length. So I did that. And let's see where my guy shows up. Read. Not on the top 25, at least. Uh, he's 32nd. So he's still pretty good. I'd say, you know, top half of the field. Top third of the field. Uh, so we're going to click APR, APPR. But he's been bad? What has Reed been up to? He took the money and ran. He did he ditch PXG? So that could help him actually. What's his record around opens? Patrick Reed. Uh we know his wife's there already. I saw a picture of her. And I got the autograph of Patrick Reed and Justin Justine Reed in the background there. It's amazing. Uh his best finish at an open was in 2019. He was 10th. So he's not had a top 10 at an open. I bet he wants one. He's been 12th before. He's been 20th, 28th before. He missed the cut in 2021. It was too sunny and perfect that day. So let's do APPR. Mito kind of lost it, actually. I'm unfortunately going to have to tell you that much. He's missed three cuts in a row. Does that matter? Probably not, actually. I mean, he's good. 
He won back to back tournaments on the year or on the Corn Ferry Tour one time last summer. Okay, so Mito's good. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to it. We'll have to take the temperature on Mito at seventy three hundred dollars. I like the way that Mito's tea time is. I'm on Twitter. I just tweeted this. This thing about these tea times. So there's like a little pocket of names, you know, like I talked about using these all in one like player pool to create 20 lineups off of just these 12 names. You could do this and maybe hope that that weather draw just gets super lucky. And then one of your bullets is amazing. The tiger draw here. Where is it? Yeah. Tiger Fitzpatrick, Homa, Spieth, Rom, Varner, Cantley, Burns, Mito, Keegan, Munoz, Tigala. If you're not using these 12 names, you are a fool. They're, all of them are random prices, so you can click in this little grouping and get a, bu a bunch of lineups out of it. And I I'd like Spieth. I might put the house on Spieth. So, and then Tiger is going to make the cut. Fitzpatrick and Homer are good. Rom's here. Burns and Cantlay, of course. Mito and then Keegan is playing great golf, one of my sleeper favorites. And then Munoz and Tigala are two good players. I like that. Ooh, we're getting some notifications. I'll have to look at that in a second. We're back to the uh, board here. We're trying to make decisions. I'm up to 19 names. I was going to only try to click 20 because I'm making 20 lineups. So if I'm making 20 lineups, are we going to make decisions? And we're going to get really strict with ourselves? And we're going to not click Colin? And we're going to not click Xander? We can't eat that chalk? We have to make decisions, boys and girls. We're in the 7K range, and we're falling in love with like every single name. I just mentioned Varner as a name to fall in love with. But he's is he hurt? Because he's withdrawn a couple times. So I think if I'm going to use like that grouping of names, then I'm going to you know probably go with Varner. But for this particular player pool, I'll skip over Varner. Just I'm a little concerned about that. Thomas Peters is here. He's what is he seventy two hundred dollars? Seventy two hundred dollars. He's been playing better lately. He's at least playing. Hmm. Kind of a linksy guy. Could he be? I don't know. I don't know enough about him. I'm not a huge Peters guy. Oh, I guess um, Tommy Peters on the Euro Tour almost beat Tongue in that thing. I did watch that on a Sunday morning. The um, BMW International Open finished second runner-up. I think he had a putt to – or was he in the playoff? I think he was in the playoff. Playoffs. So Tommy Peters, you can make a case for that. Where is he? $7,200. You get Jimmy Smith, Jordan Smith. I saw Jordan Smith at the Scottish Open tee off, smash the shit out of it on the line, on the final round and proceed to air mail the ball over the green on 18 or on, sorry, on the final round, number one, after I was like, wow, look at that drive. This dude's legit. And then he air mailed the approach shot, missed a couple putts, bogeyed the hole and was bad Had a 74. So I was like, oh, so maybe he doesn't, he's not that good. But if you dig in, he's consistent as hell. Since April 18th, 21st, 24th, 10th, 8th, 24th, 24th. $7,200 Jordan Smith reminds me of like a Cam Young a little bit. Or maybe a mini Mito. Where are we going to get ownership on Jordan Smith? Because if he's popular, it's going to be annoying. No, 2% owned. So ooh. should we add that in? Jordan Smith? Got to look at his tea time. Then Munoz is here. Russell Henley's here. Munoz is playing better golf lately. He kind of goes off and on. He made a bunch of cuts in a row, I guess. Oh, wow. And then he missed the Scottish Open cut. Well, yeah, I can kind of give that a pass because 
Scottish Open actually does the course there doesn't Renaissance or Renaissance. I guess it doesn't correlate as well with St. Andrews as you'd think it should. Russell Henley, where has he been? And have we seen him lately? He's missed a cut at the U.S. Open. He's not playing at all. Huh. He had a nice string of made cuts and did well in the fall swing. I think he actually may have shown up here a couple times in the Open Championship. Do you want me to talk about all this stuff and look people up on Wikipedia? Is that a waste of time? Um, where did Henley finish? Don't be missed cut last year. Never mind. Okay, but whatever. And Kokrak's here. Kokrak's not very good. When did he win? He won the Houston Open, actually, in the fall. In November? When he putted 8.7 strokes putting? And he won the Charles Schwab in May. So he's won a couple tournaments. He won the CJ Cup in 2020, October. That was in Vegas. Remember that? But he's been bad lately. He's a miscut. Miscut, 67th, 60th. Um, his best finish was the Houston Open. So he won the Houston Open. He took the money from Liv, and he's had a 14th of the Masters. I guess if he's going to be unowned, what's uh, Kokrak's ownership? 6.2? I don't know. Not sure. I'm not a big Kokrak guy. Are you Kokrak clicker? Maybe you are. Where did Kokrak fall in the mixed condition model? Oh my god. Well, uh, oh no, that's just kidding. I thought he was dead last, but he's dead last in something. He is dead last in around the green, basically. But he's 43rd in my model. He not great for oh Kokrak. And Keegan's here. I do like myself some Keegan this week at $7,200. So maybe we're, we're going to use Keegan, a veteran to the game, playing better. He had a second at Wells Fargo, eighth, fifth at the players, 11th at API. He was seventh at the U.S. Open, top 20 at the Travelers. So I'm liking that about him. How does he play in Open Championships, Keegan? We know he doesn't putt well. He's been playing better at putting. I don't know. And I guess he's good at three-putt avoidance, according to my model. He's 36 years old. He's in the prime. His best finish was his 15th in 2013. He's missed the cut. Missed the cut. 79th in his last three open appearances. So he doesn't have the greatest open form or uh, experience, course history, course tournament-wise, whatever. His ownership is 5%. I think people are going to fall in love with other names and not Keegan. So I'm fine with that. They're going to probably fall in love with those Euro popular Euro names in the low seven K's. I'm a Ryan Fox. Ryan Fox is a good string finishes. Won a tournament one time before in February. I don't know if I'm going to risk it with these guys. I, I don't do it on my main player pool and I don't ever win. So maybe I should start risking it. And I, but I might in a separate player pool if they fit a weather draw wave stack thing. Like Moronk. Moronk, I guess, is playing with Tiger in his round or his practice round today, who just won the Irish Open. Which, if you want to take a uh, correlated course, whether it would be Scottish or Irish Open, I would definitely use the Irish Open leaderboard more than I would the Scottish, even though the Scottish was more recent. The Irish Open seems like more of a comp, is what I'm told. I don't know a lot about Euro. I'm not a big Euro mind. So I don't know a lot about Victor Perez, but he seems to be popular because he won the Dutch Open in May. Victor Perez is $7,100, but he's missed cut at the Genesis, 53rd, missed cut at the U.S. Open. Another thing you have to kind of consider, 
if you go to the OWGR, you looked at this SOF here, that's strength of field. Uh, Xander won the Scottish Open with, with, at a, a 642 strength of field, whereas the Mullinax win at the Barbasol was a 10. I have no idea what that means, but that 642 is a lot more than 10. It's something to worry about if you are kind of considering old Euro events is important for these Euro names. Molinari, won her, he won an Open Championship and then drank too much wine. And his career has been over basically since then. What about Woodland? And Woodland at $7,100 showed up at the Scottish Open. Was, is probably going to be end, He's going to end up being popular because he had a 10th at the U.S. Open, I guess. And he's played well. He had a good uh, Florida swing. And same with the Texas swing a little bit. Uh, he's maybe found it again, and we know that he likes to sting it. What's his ownership on Fanshare? Woodland is at 11%, but this does not have anyone any ownership factoring in for Thagala. Do you guys see that? Uh, oops. Thigala, is it nothing? I don't know. Is this helpful? Uh, where are we? Thigala is in the field now at $7,100. So he's there with Poulter. He's there... With Willett, Nah, Weisberger, Tringali, Stenson, Hoagie. Do you guys see how I got bored with doing this? It's noon now. It's been an hour. And this is what happens to people. They do their research. They get to the $7,100 names. They're like, ah, fuck it. Uh, I'm not going to click any of these names. And so when I do the ownership projection show every Wednesday morning back on this YouTube channel, typically these names, $7,100, $7,000, no matter who they are, they're under-owned. They're not owned. They're good names, maybe Pepper in a GPP, giant GPP. And then what you do is you click the 7-1 Molinari or Poulter or Danny Willett or Weisberger or Stenson or even Hoagie English, Siwoo Kim, Aaron Wise. That seems too low, actually. But you click one of these names down here that is listed on the screen here. They do well. And then you go to Twitter and you go, yep, I knew it. I knew it. I'm a genius. Look at me go. Here's my lineup with Poulter and Tringali and Weisberger all together because I'm a genius GPP player and I'm up there at the tippity tip top of the GPP because of the dumb, the smart, weird, try to fake being a genius expert, fall into lucky names, doing ownership play, game theorying it up. And then you can act like you know what you're talking about. And then you can start a podcast because you won bigly on a GPP at the open. Well, you're going to win bigly with one of these names. I know it. But is it going to be Woodland? No, it's probably not going to be Woodland. It's probably going to be more like Poulter. Everyone hates Poulter, A. And Poulter missed the cut at the Scottish Open. It's not been great at all for months and months and months. Actually, never mind. Don't click Poulter. Poulter won't be clicked. What you can do is you can click Kevin Na. I'm going I'm to consider that because he's good at putting. He has that, like, mind to read a putt. I'm definitely using Thigala if I'm going to go back to this, this little 12-pack of names. Make a bunch of lineups using just these 12 names. It's going to include Munoz, Keegan, and Thigala. Oops, where am I? But, okay, let's go back to this. All right, so do we click any of these names? No. See, then we're idiots. See, that's the problem. Is that everyone's like, oh, gosh, I have to use these names at 7-7. Seven, seven. But is Leishman going to end up being any better than or score any more DraftKings points than the guys down here, Jordan Smith or whatever? It, it, you know, I'd say 
60 times out of 100, Leishman outscores English or Willett or Nah or Stenson, maybe 65. But there are definitely 30 or 35 times that that name, these low-owned twenty, you know, $7,000 names like a freaking hoagie will outscore Leishman. It happens a lot. So could you just be the hero baby and act like a genius? That's what I like to do, especially in DraftKings where it's roulette. Um, so I guess Wise is getting some steam. Siwoo was added to the field late, so you can consider maybe he won't be wanted as much or he won't be looked at as much because all of the original shows that Mayo did or whatever didn't include him, didn't include Thigala. I'm kind of thankful that Tringali fell back down to earth and had a T6 instead of almost winning the Scottish Open because I think at $7,000, Tringali would have been more popular. But right now, because he fell off, they're going, oh, fuck, Tringali is the same old Tringali. $7,000. Yeah, he's only 5% out. So I think that would have been flirting with 10%. So I think I'm going to be able to use, actually, Tringali. And I think, I mean, what is Tringali's open experience? We're going to look up Cameron Tringali's Wikipedia page and see his experience here. In On his Wikipedia page, you'll find out that he's a good person. And he does uh, mission trips. He sponsors a child through Compassion International. He also has made other donations to charity with his golf winnings. Good man. Okay, doesn't play a lot of uh, Lynx golf. Doesn't play a lot of open championships. But he did play. In 2015, ooh, we'd like to see that. So he's been to St. Andrews, and he's made the cut. And then the last time that Tringali played an Open Championship last year in the sunshine, keep in mind, T26. So I like that, actually. A little confidence from the Scottish Open, a little anger for not finishing as well or maybe not getting that victory for Cameron Tringali. He's, what, he's played the most tour events without a victory out of anybody on tour, right? I think that's a stat about that. So we love Tringali. I'm a Tringali truther. I'm back on the Tringali train, baby. So we're clicking him at $7,000. All right, we've reached the 6K range. It's been a fun episode of an hour long talking about every single fucking name. Weisberger, we didn't really talk about. I wouldn't click Weisberger. I'm a little bit concerned about Stenson. This is a fake event. Um, if you want to use my example of uh, strength of field. Go to Stenson's fake charity event that he does that he finished with Annika Sorenston, where he's like the host. He tied for first. I don't know. He must have lost in a playoff or something fake. But the names in this thing, they're they're good. They're okay. I mean, Eduardo and Melinari played, and Jazz Genoananan played. Paul Waring. Oh my God, Paul Waring. And then Pavon, Lenkesk, Driver. But this tournament that it was just at the beginning of June is fake. It's not a real tournament. What's the strength of field? 18. Oh my God. So it's better than the Barbasol? Holy buckets. So maybe that is okay. So maybe you can consider uh, that T2, which Wait a minute. I'm confused. I don't know. Whatever happened. Uh, Stenson, somebody, maybe. No. Where are we? See who we talked about. Harris English has been hurt, but I think he's healthy again. So you can consider that. He just played a couple events in a row. And had okay finishes, made the cut and was alive at the Scottish Open. So Harris English, if you're trying to do that, you could do that. Where's English on my mixed condition model? Because we're doing um long term mixed condition model. He's 35th. 
Uh, should we go back to the mixed condition model and look at the 6K range? Oh, see, Chingali's 15th on my model, boys and girls, and Bradley's 14th. Those are the best 7K names besides Webb. Varner's even on there. Seamus Power. Henley made it. Mito. But Chris, Captain Kirk, Cash Game Kirk, and Bertie Brian Harmon are the 6K names that made my list hmm. on my quote-unquote model from PGA Tout. So that's fun, but How Tung Lee's at $6,900. just won a tournament. He cried his eyes out because he made some lucky-ass shots to win it. Thought he was about quitting golf. We know about How Tung. He's at 69. Min Woo Lee, somebody that's kind of a bomber. I don't know if he'll be needed. They'll, you know, he's an Australian. So maybe Min Woo Lee likes it windy, and if you're into that, you could go with, like, an Australian lineup. You could do Scott. Cam Smith, Leishman, Min Woo, have some fun there. Killer Keith, anyone call him Killer Keith anymore? He hasn't been much of a killer. I guess he's been better lately. He's been decent. He's 69. But then $6,900 names that you should consider are Kisner. Because if you go back to my mixed condition model and you look at three strokes gained putting from 25 feet, Kisner is second. If you look at strokes gained putting total, Kisner is second. If he's do three pun avoidance, he's 33rd. But at the same time, I just think Kisner, he knows he can't compete at certain majors. He knows that he can't win. He probably can't even win at Augusta. He can't win at most U.S. Opens. Uh, so this Open Championship at St. Andrews is Kevin Kisner's chance to win. I it, Let's just pretend that he didn't have a sixth at the Travelers. I would be a little worried about his recent form because he's missed a bunch of cuts in a row. But this is kind of what he does. We know he does this for the money. And so he'll just pop up, grab some money, and not give a shit for a long time. And maybe I think this T6 at the Travelers is just enough for us to get back on Kevin Kisner at $6,900. My guy, Darbo, Eric Sweetspot's DFS Darbo, he's going to be live later tonight. Or I don't know if it's live, but I'm going to help him out do a strategy podcast. And he talks about using a 6K name. You have to use a 6K name. So we're going to use 6K names. And in this, meaning I have to click 6900 or Kevin Kisner, I'm also considering $6,900 Lucas Herbert and Birdie Brian Harmon. Lucas Herbert played terrible last week after everybody thought T4 was guaranteed and he missed the cut. So we're a little concerned about that. However, I think Lucas uh, Herbert can bounce back, and I think I'll be good at St. Andrews. I'll be good at Lynx Golf, and I think at $6,900, it won't be massive chalk by any means. It'll be low-owned. What's his ownership currently? It's 3%. It's the greatest thing ever. So you can do that. So we got to do that. Uh, where else are we going to go? We're going to maybe do Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon showing up on that uh, mixed condition model is very intriguing. Missing the cut in horrible fashion at Genesis. Coming off of a Travelers where he lost strokes putting but finished top 10. That's rare, I think, for Birdie Brian Harmon, who normally gains his top 10s off of his putting. So you can see this in the balance bar or the Amex. Hmm. Birdie Brian Harmon. Uh, and Harmon, he kind of feels like that veteran that you get at an open championship. How old is he? Oh, he's not even older. I'm older than him. Oh, my God. Sad. His best finish was last year at the Open at T19. Hmm. Okay. Other than that, he's miscut, miscut, miscut T26. So he doesn't ultimately play Link style great. So that could be a reason to get on or off 
If we're interested in Brian Harmon, we've got to look at his weather, tee time, draw, blah, blah, blah. What about Hoygaard? Do we know him or Auernaus? Not big Euro yeah, names. Where is this? Uh, Nikolai? Did he do anything? I mean, no. 69, that's overpriced. He's not Rasmus Hoygaard for sure. Okay, Adrian Arnaus. Oh, my gosh. So we won in April. Should we look up what the Catalina Open is on on uh, ODVGR? Can I look it up by tournament? No. Arnaus. Okay. Uh, Adri won a tournament just a little bit ago with a strength of field of 64. Interesting. He beat Moronk, Louis Cantor, Wiesberger was in there, Molinari. I think Edward Mar Eduardo Molinari might be better than uh, Francesco Molinari. That's so weird. I don't know. So uh, what did we decide? We haven't really decided anything on that. I don't think I'm going to use this. 64 is better than a 10, though. All right, let's see. Um, Kiriyama's here. He got in the tournament by way of his finish last week. His second. This is not his first second. He had a second at the Mexico Open, and he was not. He was third at the Honda Classic. Dude hits freaking really good irons. So I'm into Kitayama, but I'm not going to click him. Cash Game Kirk. We already just talked about that. That is somebody that's popping in my model, and I'm going to use a lot of it, $6,800, because he does fall into one of these groups that I liked. Yeah, so look at this one. Okay, so if you're going to use this 12-pack of names, you got Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, and Xander in that featured group, but included in that little area of weather is a Kisner-Kirk combo. So I'm guessing Kisner-Kirk combos will be very popular, and they'll, they'll probably pair them with an $8,000 Tony Fino, and then you got the $9,000 Lowry maybe, and you go up to get your – or maybe even Xander, and then you get your 10K guy that you want in JT or Morikawa, or you go pivots off of Hovland. I don't know. You got this is a little uh, interesting with this Hideki here too. So that 12-pack is interesting. And that will include uh, $6,800 cash game Kirk who has played well, like 68 is probably too low for the finishes that he's had this season. Cash game. Kirk was seventh in the Honda, followed that up with a fifth at API after 14th at the, at the Phoenix open. And then it was already, he's been seventh a month ago at the Canadian open. He did make the cut at Genesis. He's had another couple of good finishes. PGA, he was fifth. Chris Kirk is also not young. He's been around the block. He's got wins on PGA Tour. He's 37. He's my age. Um, what is his finish? best finish at the Open Championship? It was a long time ago, so he hasn't had a chance to really do much at Opens. He's played in one, two, three total, missing two out of three cuts. I don't know. I'm encouraged by the $6,800 number. Is he going to be popular, though? Probably. 3.6%. I don't know. Again, I got to recheck Fanshare Sports in a couple, maybe tomorrow afternoon. You got another, you know, well, tomorrow morning we'll talk about it overall, and then they will watch it throughout the day. Okay, more names for Telly's here at $6,800. He popped last year's Open Championship. Did he not finish in like the top 10? Where was Fratelli? Uh, oh, yeah, he's fifth. My God. So Fratelli had a chance to win this thing last year. Was he better golfer last year than he was this year? Because I think he was better leading into his open finish last year. Mm. Oh, maybe not. 
bunch of missed cuts in the middle of the summer. Hmm. Dude is weird. How can he pop out of nowhere? I don't know. I'm not a Fratelli guy, I guess. So, but for this sake, I'm not clicking him. Uh, Sink Straka. Okay. Sink won a couple tournaments just a little bit ago. And a veteran guy. Didn't he win an open championship too? This dude won the RBC Heritage in April of 2021. And he won the Fortinet in 2020. So he basically, he's like, I don't know. He's good at golf. Better than you think. Stuart Sink. Whatever. That could be a possibility at $6,800. But we're definitely doing Kirk. Would you go Justin Harding or Luke List? I guess Luke List does play hard courses well. Where did he just win? He won on tour this season at Farmers, which is a Torrey Pines. It's not an easy course. This is uh, also somebody that does show up randomly at Open Championships. I think he hit a shot backwards. Luke List, oh, the Open YouTube. I used to have it on my YouTube page. I guess not. Are you going to do fantasy golf There was one time that he hit a ball and it went backwards, and I recorded it, and I thought it was funny. Uh, but anyway, Luke List, no, me, me, eh. yes or no, maybe so. Uh, but we're gonna make decisions here. We're not. How many names do we click? Twenty-two. Oh, God, so we really can't even afford to click anyone else. Would you do KH Lee Martins is going to do that? My buddy Quagness, Justin Harding. He play, He's playing good on Live, if you've been following that. Mac Hughes, Mr. Puttering Mac Hughes. Uh, if you need to be a good putter, I mean, that's somebody to just take that just because of that one stat category. Like, you know, look at this. Putting, number one. Short game, number one. Mackenzie Hughes. That's long sample sizes over the last two years. Pablo. How did Pablo do last week? Uh, doesn't show. Never mind. Uh, again, this is like where you kind of get digging into these stupid names. Like Higo, I guess he had one good finish recently. I saw he had an 18th at the Memorial, but other than that, miscut, 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 miscut. That's a lot of miscuts, boys and girls, for Garrick. Higo, void that. EVR, the Golden Gopher. I graduated from the University of Minnesota, but he has missed a bunch of cuts in a row. Maybe more of a Euro guy or a guy that can be the one that pops and you're like, oh my gosh, 1% owned AVR is leading after the second round. What the hell? What about Jason Scrivener? Have you ever heard of him? I just heard of him because he finished 16th last week. Hmm. Uh, Jason Scrivener. Scrivener. He's to a 33. Has he had it? I don't know. I don't even about him. Uh, he's one win on an Austria Asia tour. Has one. Oh, he did play in the Open Championship last time last year, and he'll miss the cut. This is the type of thing. Like, don't get cute. You fucking kidding me? Stop doing that. Don't do that. Dean Burmeister. Dean Burmeister actually is good. He finished tenth at the Scottish Open. <laughs> How the hell? I don't know. You know. Now you're just going to click who you want because you got Grio here, Sam Horsfield. Horsfield's playing okay on the live. Harrington is actually someone that could pop as an old guy. We did see him win at the your, at the senior open, senior major, just a month ago or last week or whenever. Harrington has shown up for years. He won back-to-back -back opens. 
Should we click Harrington? Is are people going to click Harrington? How much is he going to be on? Four percent. Is that a reason to click or not click someone? Where is he on my mixed condition bottle? <laughs> he probably has no stats. He's 129th in mixed condition bottle. <laughs> that is a gut play that I don't know. So you could probably get burnt by that. He and Phil. I don't know if you can do Phil. $6,600. If you're going to take into consideration if people are good on live, then you might have to take into consideration Phil is the worst player on live. He stressed and concerned and crazy doing things. So if you click Phil, I don't I don't know it's a good click. I would actually click Thomas Dietrich, Detry before I click Phil. I'd probably click Wyndham Clark over Phil. Wyndham Clark just gained 10 strokes putting in an event. So he has that ability. It was at the RBC Canadian Open a month ago. We've seen that happen before. He's a good putter. He is, however, inconsistent. So Wyndham Clark has missed a cut, 50th. Oh, whoops. No, 16th, 35th, missed a cut. 7th, 37th, two missed cuts. 67th, 35th, 71st, 22nd, three missed cuts. Can you trust Wyndham Clark at an open? I don't know. You need him to have that freaking uh, uh, whatever putting week of his life. Sorry. I was like, how do I spell Wyndham? Uh, he has not ever played an open championship. I also do think you don't want a debutante. I think you want someone that has experience with Lynx golf around there. Maybe even a veteran. I would probably, God, I, I'd click Clark over Phil, but I'd probably click Harrington over Clark. And I used Wyndham Clark in my league lineup last week at the Scottish and he was fine. I think he finished T20. 16. So we're, we're Wyndham Clark fans, but I think we are realistic. I've never heard of Brad Kennedy. Brad Kennedy. Okay, he's an Australian golfer, so if you were making an Australian lineup, you could use him. He's 48. Good God. What is he doing? How did he make this field? He's on the. He's currently on the Japan Tour. I have no idea. Do you know anything about that guy? Kennedy? Have you ever heard of him? <laughs> Why is he 66 and not 6,000? That's stupid. Mansell, I've heard Mayo say his name. Scott Vincent was somebody that uh, uh, Josh wanted me to click the other day. And same with Norris. Bomber Norris on the live, and he was bad. Uh, did we talk about everybody? Grio got in somehow off of this T2 at the John Deere. But he's, like, good at the John Deere. I don't know why, but is the John Deere comp to here? Because if you think that Zach Johnson was Mr. John Deere and has won at St. Andrews and at Augusta, could you go with Grio at 0% owned? I don't think you do. You know why? Because if you go to my mixed condition model and you sort by the worst putters in the field, I bet you Grio shows up. Grio. Oops, Grillo. Yeah, he's uh, 97th in putting, and he's 122nd in the putting from 25 feet, and Grio is 108th from three-putt avoiding. Don't click Grio. Don't get cute down here. I don't think you need to do it. I don't know anything about some of these names. I heard Thurston Lauren's name on Mayo's pod. 
I've not heard of Marmitage. David Law, I saw him for like the first time in my life. Michael Jordan's son is playing in this field again. Uh, Zach Johnson is 6,500. So I guess if you're like going for the Harrington, you might as well go for the Zach Johnson and put them in the same player pool. Richard Bland, too, is probably the same kind of guy. I don't know. He could play well here. Wouldn't shock me. Richard Bland, $6,500. Much more so. Ooh, not more so than Tommy Kim. Tom Kim. Thomas the Train. He's Ju Young on Fantasy National. He's $6,500. Just showed up. I think he was second last week. Yeah, third of this. Genesis got us open, got us open, but that's not the first time we've ever heard of him. We know about Tom Kim. He's like baby Sungjae in a way. So maybe click sixty five hundred dollar Jung King Kim. And oh gosh, you can't click him. It'll be too chalky. He's six percent owned. Thurston Lawrence is getting more ownership than Tom Kim. What the fuck? Uh, sometimes I wonder about fan share if they're just like broken. Because like really. Who are these people that are tipping Thurston Lawrence up to 10% on? Don't like this is not helpful, Fanshare, because it's not going to be 10% on. So let's be honest. Oh my God. Go log back in. All right. All right. All right. All right. Jimmy Walker. No. Damn. Demi Papadatis. Never heard of him. Xander Lombard. Heard of him, but no. Zanati. Probably not. John Perry. No. Catlin. No. Bjork, maybe somehow our guy Bagels called this guy to be good at Scottish Open. He finished 42nd because he had a bad fourth round, but Bjork, maybe Chan Kim, mm, no Higa, Kazuki, Saddam, Ka- no, nope, 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 nope. Ashley Chester's was in the top five or 10 at this tournament in 2015 at St. Andrews. I don't know if I'd go back to that. Trey Mullinax just won a tournament. Doesn't have the game necessarily to fit this course, I wouldn't think. I don't know, but not sure. Maybe Ernie Ellis. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. If I'd go Ernie Ellis, I'd go down to the $6,200 range. Probably not. I don't think I'd click any of these names. I've never even heard of half of them. I heard of Brandon Wu. He's good for a round at a birdie fest, potentially. So I don't know if he'll be good here. You got Kalkovecki is in the field with Duval, Ben Curtis, John Daly, Dil- uh, Darren Clark's playing. Justin Leonard. Uh, that's about it. Okay. So uh, I talked about pretty much every single fucking name. And we ended up clicking 23 of them for our player pool. Have you ever made a lineup or have you ever generated lineups from the player pool thing? You can do that also on Fanshare Sports. Um, and, and on Fanshare Sports, you can use their. Um, build tool you have to click a bunch of names but you can do stuff i'll probably end up doing that um but for now since this is already an hour and a half i'm gonna go eat lunch and start making lineups i'm gonna make the narratives so follow me on twitter eddie diner i'll be back doing things there and then i'm actually gonna be with darbo tonight so look for that sweet spot dfs subscribe to that youtube channel um we're gonna talk all about strategy and maybe more of this but thanks for hanging in with me we're doing all the names that was kind of fun um it was good for me to kind of click through and decide make decisions so i'm going to fire up some uh lineups we'll see how we do in that short game maybe we'll catch a mega profit again you guys are awesome it's been fun i uh, will talk to you later
Follow me on Twitter, Eddie Dinerilchi, or at the Fantasy Golf Pod. Thanks. Peace out. (laughs) 